0: Hey, I'm Sunday Ravello, and welcome to my episode of Anatomy of a Scream's series. Good for her, in which I tell you why every single time I watch 2013's All Cheerleaders Die, I think good for them. Okay, let's go through our major players first. We've got Caitlin Stacey playing Maddie Killian. Names I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to wing it. Sinua Smith McPhee playing Lena Miller. Brooke Butler as Tracy Bingham. Amanda Grace Cooper as Hannah Popkin. Rhiannon nick I don't know, as her sister Martha, and Tom Williamson as Terry Stankis, which is the perfect name for that guy. Now, I say good for them, but that doesn't really cover everybody. There are definitely a lot of problematic things going on in this movie, and I'm not going to try excusing any of it. The movie sees a high school cheerleading squad coming back to life via magic, and aside from needing to drain the life out of people in order to live, Another snag is that Martha and Hannah Popkin end up body swapping when they get back. Hannah sees this as fortuitous because she's been harboring a crush on Martha's boyfriend, and now he'll finally pay attention to her, which, honestly, I never really understood why everybody ignored Hannah to begin with, because she's really pretty and nice and whatever. Hannah seduces the boyfriend, Manny, basically raping him, considering she's not actually Martha and is just inhabiting her body. But the movie just sort of glosses over it. Like there's a lot going on. So I guess I understand not spending a lot of time on it. But it's still pretty fucked up. So not good for her. Aside from that issue. And this one isn't about good for hers. But still worth talking about. Aside from Lexi who dies in the first three minutes or so of the movie. Terry's the only black character. And he's literally the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen on film. So that's not great. Tom Williamson turns in like a fantastic performance, but the character is so hateable. He's the only black man in the entire film, and he's our villain. With these things in mind, though, let's get into it. This is technically a rape revenge flick, but we don't have to see the rape, just Terry grabbing Maddie aggressively before it cuts away from the flashback. Most rape revenge films are super brutal about it, so I really appreciate that we aren't forced to sit through a 10-minute graphic rape scene before we get to the revenge. It's definitely a much nicer way to go about it. Our main character Maddie goes about her revenge on Terry in the most high school way possible, stealing his girl and ruining his senior year, which is fine considering the characters are in high school, and it makes for great entertainment. She uses childhood gymnastics training to absolutely dominate the cheerleading tryouts beyond what she should have been able to do with that much time passing since she was actively training, but whatever, and joins the squad. When head cheerleader Tracy asks why she's doing this, she explains that Lexi, whose death is what left the open spot on the squad for her to fill, seems much happier than Maddie is, and she wants to be happy too. It's a pretty good reason, honestly, and the way she delivers the line like she's reluctant to admit it really helps to sell it. She becomes instant friends with the squad, Tracy, Martha, and Hannah, who isn't technically on the squad. She's like the, she's the mascot. So I guess the cheerleading squad is like three people, which doesn't seem like enough i don't know and uh she spends all her free time at parties with them bonding and gossiping maddie tells tracy that she saw her boyfriend terry kiss another girl and like after they were already together and then comforts her with kisses the cassie decker thing ends up being a lie that maddie uses to drive a wedge between tracy and terry but tracy's so hot that i kind of want to say good for her to it maybe i'm a bad person but like i've got eyes you know um When Tracy gets together with Maddie and confronts Terry about being human garbage about three minutes afterward, things fall apart pretty quickly. There's a fight, and the girls all get into a car to flee, the boys following close behind in their own car. With the guys absolutely riding their asses and them being terrified, Martha drives right through a guardrail, and the girls crash into a river. Now, the reason I just lay down so much groundwork is because it takes just a little over half an hour for the girls to die, but until then, it's basically a lesbian enemies to lovers story, so I'm honestly kind of cool with it. Maddie's ex-girlfriend, the school weirdo, Lena, pulls four corpses from a car submerged in the water like a fucking champion, and then does some crazy Wicca bullshit to bring them back to life. Once again, gay up saves the day. From here, the movie's full of fun hijinks, like lesbian vampire zombie cheerleaders draining life for men to ensure their own survival. Fun Wicca crystal stuff, synchronized orgasming, fighting for survival, memorable needle drops, and all sorts of other great things that make me champion this movie so hard. Now, Maddie might not exactly be a good guy. She uses the squad just to get to Terry, making them believe she really likes them and wants to be their friend. And I genuinely believe that she does end up really liking them, despite her original intentions. But it's still kind of a dick move. And she's pretty awful to Lena for the majority of the movie, who's clearly in love with her and willing to fuck with the laws of nature just to keep that love alive. But overall, she gets it done. She gets the girl. She gets the other girl. She helps take down the bad guy and crushes the goal she set out to accomplish, which was ruining Terry's perfect senior year. And after an amendment that she makes directly to his face, killing him. Good for her. I know Maddie Killian is our main character, but mostly when I watch this movie, my good for hers are reserved for Tracy Bingham. Tracy, my bisexual queen, you deserved better. Tracy specifically takes no shit. When Maddie tells her that she saw Terry with another girl, she spends a little bit of time being sad, like she deserves, before she delivers an Oscar worthy monologue about how Terry is incapable of making her come and then fist fights him. Like, he hits her, and while the rest of the squad loses their shit about it, she takes a moment to gather herself and then comes back swinging. Honestly, the speech is amazing, and I would watch one of those YouTube videos where people loop things for like 10 hours just of that. Tracy also adjusts the best to being undead slash having to eat people, and is just kind of here to vibe. She's constantly upbeat and positive, she's beautiful, and she's strong as hell. When we reach the end of the movie and she receives some pretty terrible injuries, instead of crying about it or panicking, she just gets more angry. I love her. Now, if I keep going on about it, I'm going to ruin everything I didn't already spoil for you. All Cheerleaders Die is currently streaming on Tubi, Shudder, and Amazon Prime, and it's excellently paired with Jennifer's body, considering both are about undead cheerleaders draining the life from boys to keep themselves alive, even though the boys in this definitely deserve it way more. Um, thanks for listening to my little rant about a movie with a 34% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Again, I'm Sunday Rabello, and you can find me on Twitter at Deputy Winston, or you can hear me weekly on Podlonia, the only podcast dedicated to Polonia Brothers Entertainment. And thanks again to the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad for letting me do this. The Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad.